0: And for you on SoundCloud and podcast, welcome to Word at the Ranch. Happy Sunday to you as well. We love you guys. Thank you for the tuning in, listening this week. Amen forever. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. What a nice breeze. <laughs> you want to sit down? You want to go sit down? Want to be up here for a while? You don't mind? Okay. <laughs> I love you. Amen.
1: Good to have you here.
0: All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Samuel's making his way through the crowd. That's the delay if you're online watching. <laughs> there goes Jesus. <laughs> Let's pray, shall we? (laughs) Let's agree in prayer. Father, we thank you where we're gathered, two or three, just two or three, you're right here. So we receive a fresh touch and a fresh word in season. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the book of Colossians by Paul the Apostle, a blessed book. And we honor you as the head, Lord Jesus, the head of the church and the head of the body today. Thank you for thinking through my mind, speaking through my lips, and everyone here as well. We think your thoughts through the living word of God. Thank you for giving us this instruction manual to transform our minds, to transform the earth with heaven. And we give you all the praises for doing it. And if you agree, I'd say amen. 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 Well, say this with me. I become the change. I become the change. I want to see. I want to (laughs) see. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Whatever you want in life, you must become. Amen. Amen. Jesus gave you all the power to become it. Amen forever. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. If you want to be a better spouse, become a better spouse. Amen forever. Amen. It just works that way, so praise God. Amen. So we'll go go with me to Colossians chapter 3. We're here in Colossians chapter 3. And chapter 4 is pretty short, too. It's just kind of his salutation, but there's some nuggets in there as well. We'll see where the Lord leads us. Amen. Say, it's good to be alive. <laughs> Ain't it? You know, we're heirs of this grace of life together. What a blessing. We're called to run our race together, amen. We were never called to run alone. We're called to run in a group, in an army, amen. So praise God for God knitting us together in himself. Colossians 3, Olive's here to help me today. <laughs> Thank you, Olive. I offered her for her to sit down. She said, no, I want to stand up. Okay, that's fine with me, amen. Jesus sat when he taught. He. He rode. He was on the boat when he taught. He did everything. Uh, So Colossians 3. That word if there is since. Since then. There's no if in faith. Just it. Amen. (laughs) Since then. You should know that. Since then. You were raised with Christ. What a powerful statement. You were, past tense, raised up with Christ. Together in the anointed one himself. Amen. You were raised up with the anointed one. Seek those things which are above. Where Christ is. Sitting at the right hand of God. So that's where you're seated in Him right now too. Right at the right hand of God. Amen? Amen. When you give someone your right hand, Hey, nice to meet you. You're giving them God's right hand. Amen? Amen. You're at the right hand of God. Amen? They touch you, they touch Him. Amen? Amen. Praise God forever. That's why we got to keep our hands clean. Amen? They're His. ain't mine. They're His. Amen? Clean hands. Pure hearts. Praise God forever. Sitting at the right hand of God, set your minds, so set your minds, set your minds on things above, not on things on the earth. Focus your thoughts on Him. Focus your thoughts on the kingdom, the word of the living God, where you're from, where you're living, where you're reigning from right now, seated with Him in heavenly places. Set your mind on these things, and not on things on the earth, which are just temporary and everything you see down here is going to pass away. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight. Everything you see is temporary and subject to change. Praise God forever. If you've been battling something, I got good news. It's coming to an end. Everything you see, everything you deal with is subject to change. And according to scripture, it's changing for the better for you and me. His beloved. Say, I'm his beloved. I was raised up together with himself. Say, I'm royalty. I'm royalty. Seated with him, seated with on, him his throne, on his throne, reigning in this life, in this life as, a as a king and queen. Praise God forever. Amen. The Lord's instructed me to start teaching on royalty. And I'm going to get that. We're going to get that revelation. Because there's a lot of Christians who are living below their standards. Their standards. Amen. For you died. <laughs> did you know you died? Did you know when you got born again you died (laughs) go figure (laughs) the moment you got born again you died god killed you buried you with his son and then raised you up together with himself so now there's a new you in your body amen and whenever you got born again whether you were five years old 12 years old rededicated 21 you know when you got born again the real you entered you amen and that's usually when the attack started right a great flight of a fiction, Paul calls it, when he was born again. That's when the fight started. The, the battle started go, going on when he was raised up with Christ. Amen? Amen God. Praise God. I know the devil attacked me with infirmity when I rededicated my life to the Lord. At Saddleback Church under Rick Warren. Served Rick Warren. Was raised there. Just started out in a high school. At the high school I graduated from, Trabucca Hills. And there was only 12 people in attendance. In the high school gym, Saddleback. And my parents were some of the first tithers in that church. Amen? I remember when they obtained their property right across the corner from where we live right now, actually. We've just marched from that high school, all 12 of us, <laughs> onto that land. Amen? <laughs> and now look at it. It's worldwide. And they have grown consecutively for 43 years. Have grown consecutively for 43 years. I started ministering in the children's ministry there. And I'll never forget when I signed my paper, went up to the church office, turned it in for, for ministry, for helps, for service. Children 2 to 6, because that's the age I love. I love Samuel, but I'm looking forward to him doing it too. Because that's when the personalities just they just take off, you know, they're little people from two to six. I love it. So that's where I was serving. There was about thirty kids in my class every Sunday, you know, I had helpers, but I turned to my paperwork and Rick Warren just happened to be in the office that day. And I, I went to hand him my paper, I said, Hi Pastor Rick you know and he just got on his knees and said, We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> and that marked my life forever. The humility of that man. Who had a national best at the time purpose driven life that i read at least four times changed my life and that just marked me that there's a leader with all this stuff all this dream all this purpose and he's he's still bowing down to the help i mean that's humility amen so that marked me and i learned a lot from that man and still in praise god loved him where was i <laughs> where, where you died yeah so i died <laughs> And he raised me up, and I got baptized again at 21. Stopped drinking at 21, actually. <laughs> Stopped drinking at 21. <laughs> and he raised me up, and I got baptized there in water, which we're going to get a baptismal pool here. It's official, Douglas. we got to do that, because now there's three people who have asked to be baptized, so praise God. We're going to do it. Just like that metal tin, I think that's perfect, actually. We'll just make that a pool right there. Keep it covered. Amen. Praise God. Right in the slide. Hey, splash into Jesus. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> splash into the anointing. Total immersion. Amen. I don't, hey, I don't even need to be in the pool then. Boom. God's got gotcha. you. I don't even care if it's cold. Don't, don't just do it. Wake up. I died and I was raised again. And at 21, I got baptized. And right when I got out, it was raining that night, I remember. And there's a guy with a black umbrella waiting for me to get out of the baptism. Never seen him before in my life. I was like he's either an angel or a messenger of satan (laughs) (laughs) nonetheless my my battle with infirmity started then and it lasted about a year and a half and i didn't know being raised in that church i didn't know my healing covenant that my covenant of health and well-being was in my covenant seen seen, signed sealed and delivered through the blood of the lamb jesus christ himself and so the devil took advantage of me just like paul says through my ignorance amen and uh, i thought chronic illness for a year and a half Crohn's disease is what they diagnosed me with for a year and a half my body weight went down to 150 pounds I was not absorbing food I had 10% energy wondering if I was going to live and I remember there were about three occasions during that year and a half where I thought I was going to die and I reached out I said Lord I'm not going to the ER you're my say if you're my healer you're gonna heal my body if you're my Savior you're gonna save my body too And then I got hold of Kenneth Hagin's Healing Scriptures. That book saved my life. Helped to do it. And a Christian doctor laid hands on me, filled me with the Holy Ghost. My healing came back, went up to 220 pounds, and the Lord just showed off and, and, and healed my body. Amen. Found over 101 verses in the Bible on healing. Read them every day, confessed them over my life every day. Got up to running eight miles a day in Los Angeles just by confessing the word on healing. Amen. From 10% energy to 110. Amen. Forever. God's a healer. He's a healer. If he stopped healing today, he'd have to change his name. He is Jehovah Rapha, our healer. Amen. For Jesus not to heal you today, he'd have to change his name. And that's unscriptural because he says, I am the Lord, I changeth not. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Which means if he healed me back then in 2001, he'll heal me today in 2022. And he'll heal you as well he's not a respecter of persons and he's not a respecter of time he's just a respecter of faith faith overcomes all time the stronger your faith the less time it takes you can be totally immersed in faith and feel like you're on top of the world right well you are you're an overcomer and you're seated with him amen so praise God forever Christ is our healer Christ is our Savior and he's the head of the body. He's the head of the church. And if he healed me, he'll heal anybody. Amen. I have clients that come to me, and sometimes in dire need, and ask for, you know, I, I, I need to rebuild my health. My husband's dying. I need to put him on a diet, that kind of thing. And I know it's the same thing that worked for me. Yeah, I was put on a diet too to rebuild my gut. But prayer's what did it. Amen. And the doctor who laid hands on me, told me, and put me on that diet said, prayer's what did it prayer and the laying on of hands amen so i have an opportunity to lay hands on people one of my first clients in the business which we started in 2015 the same year we started this was a well-known family in las vegas and i got an opportunity to go into their home get them born again lead them to the lord and um, lay hands on her dad for healing and then her sister called me from las vegas suicidal got to minister to her and counsel her on the phone she's still alive today that was over six years ago. Amen. So God uses you where he places you. Amen. And he uses your hands. Your hands are anointed instruments. He needs your hands. You're the body of Christ. The scriptures say that's the great commission. It's great. God holds it in high esteem on your life. That you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. What a blessed scripture. I lay hands on the sick and they recover i got that scripture in me in los angeles i was walking around town in la one day and here comes a man running from his house just on ventura boulevard i just happened to be in the area with my sister at the time runs out of his house bleeding internally and externally hemorrhaging and he says i have aids i'm dying i'm bleeding pray for me out of nowhere just happened to be at the right place at the right time we laid hands on that man I should have waited until I felt the anointing because there's was some backlash that came on me and I was in bed for about three days trying to fight off whatever he had that tried to come on me. So you always got to wait until you're ready to release your faith. Amen. Kenneth Copeland learned that from Oral Roberts. Wait to pray until you're ready to release your faith. And then that force of faith drives out anything that's dark Amen. and it can't touch you. Amen? But I learned my lesson that day. Lay hands on no man suddenly. Don't be a partaker of his sins. Wait on the Holy Ghost, wait on the anointing, or wait on you until you're ready to release your faith. Amen. But he got healed nonetheless. He said, I'm healed. The bleeding stopped on the spot. Supernaturally. And then he said, I have no money to buy my prescription jugs. He started walking down the street. I gave him some cash. Walking down the street, he got a phone call. As he's walking down the street, he said, that's my doctor. He's giving me the prescription for free. So God healed his body, got him saved, and prosperity right on the spot. That's the gospel. That's the full gospel. Prosperity, healing, salvation in every area. He's one man in my life I witnessed all three realms at the same time. And that's how it should be. When we minister to people on the streets, that's how it should be. Saved in spirit, saved in mind, saved in body, saved in finance. Shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. The Lord highlighted that man. It was one of my first occurrences of laying hands on the sick and watching them recover. We were at a Kenneth Copeland meeting in Fort Worth, Texas one year, and there was a man right outside the convention hall. Me and Clarissa were walking past on the main street of Fort Worth right there. Who had a sitting on the corner, had a big unlaced boot on, and uh, you could see the swelling in his foot. We said, can we pray for you? We just laid hands on that foot, and we saw the swelling just shrink right inside the boot. Just on the spot, amen? Mm-hmm. He shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. When I first recovered as well, there was a man in my parents' small group. They were still going to Saddleback at the time. But I had all these kind of books. I was eating them up like nothing, you know? And just total immersion and healing. A man came over to my house uh, for a doctor's appointment, and Mom was going to drive him. He uh, had torn a disc in his back, broken a disc in his back, actually, playing Frisbee golf. And mom was going to drive him to his appointment for surgery that day. He got to the house. I was upstairs. The anointing was home. That's all I did was study and just be in his presence, receiving my healing. You know, it was just one of those sacred times where you're just getting fed by, by God, just absorbing, you know, a do-nothing season, if you will, just to totally immerse yourself in him. I came downstairs. I laid hands on his back. I said, do you feel that? Because my hand got hot. I said, do you feel that heat? He's actually said, he said, no, it's actually ice cold. That's just what he needed. My hand got hot. His back got ice cold. He said, I'm healed. He said, this is a Baptist. He said, I'm healed on the spot. Mom got home. They went to the doctor for the surgery. He said, oh, made a mistake. The doctor was closed that day. Came over for his healing. God set that up, amen? wasn't even his appointment date. And he got his healing. As far as I know, five years later, healed ever since. Didn't have to have that surgery. God healed his back on the spot. Amen. So he heals you to heal others. Amen. It's hard to heal others if you ain't healed. It's hard to run your race if you're going through affliction. Well, that's just a time for you and him to forget one-on-one. To press into him. Amen. And then whatever you receive from him in that secret place, you're going to take to the masses. He'll use it. Amen. Another time, I've told this story before, a boy was diagnosed with anemia. His white blood cell count was way down. And he was dying. His parents went to Saddleback. I found out he was in Saddleback Hospital. Again, it was in a season of ministration from the Lord on me. In my upper room, just, just absorbing. Found out he was in the hospital. I said, I'm going. Prayed in the Holy Ghost. The whole way there. I had to be like 23 years old. Went to Saddleback, doors opened for me. Not one person asked me anything going into his hospital room. The doors opened for me. Every door I came to, an employee would come out at the same time, and I would just go right in. Saw his name on the list, went right to his, his bed, laid hands on him, laid hands on him, amen? Doctor said his white blood cells shot up overnight. He was healed on the spot. Then doubt and belief got around him and he ended up dying. Because I didn't stay with him. Wish I would have known that back then. you got to stay with him. got to keep going, give him the word because there's a lot of people without the word who will feed him doubt and unbelief. When Jesus raised that, that little girl from the dead, get out. All doubt and unbelief, I've I got to put out, I can't operate around you. But get the people who believe with me, I can operate around them. The doctors in the house. But he needs good nurses around him to operate. Those who believe. So the mom and dad, hey, they want him to live. So hey, keep them in. Just like he did, amen? Just like Jesus. Keep them in. They're believing that he stays alive. You know, that faith is contagious. It'll rub off. <laughs> That's what raised him from the dead. Amen. So you create that atmosphere. Praise God. But on the spot, healings are common in, in the life of Jesus and us. I just wanted to give you those testimonies. Amen. Amen. And I'm sure God has used you in the same way before you'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. But if you're going through something, that's a time to press into Jesus and receive all you need so you can minister the needs to others in the future. have just total immersion, Lord. If, the Lord. if the enemy's trying to attack my body, which he has for the last couple of months, I just know that's a time for me to press into the Holy Ghost and I'm going to come out in better health than I ever was. He did it before, he's going to do it again. I just need to get into him and not neglect him. Closer I get to him, in his presence, his fullness of joy. At his right hand, are riches are forevermore. Whatever you need's in him. So we just draw close to him, and he draws close to us. Amen. But we set that inertia. I draw close to him, then he comes to me. I lay hands on the sick, he ministers health through me. We set the standard. Amen. We start it. He finishes. He's not the starter of our faith. (laughs) Even though he gave us faith. He's the author and finisher. He's the finisher of our faith. But we got to use it. It's up to us to maintain and grow. Amen? He's the author and the finisher of our faith. takes us from faith to faith and from glory to glory for a reason so we can touch more lives for Him. Praise God. Hey, I'm healed. It's good to be whole. It's good to be in the healer Himself and have the healer in me. Anointing I, speak to you. Anointing, I speak to you in the name of Jesus that's residing in my body right now. I command you to overtake every cell by his stripes. I was healed. I, was healed. I can do anything. I, can do anything. I, shall run. I shall run and never grow weary. and never grow weary. <laughs> I will walk, I will walk and, never grow faint. and never grow faint, because the one who's in me, lives, the one who's in me lives, forever. lives forever. Amen. 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 <laughs> Woo glory. <laughs> you know when you feel him, even oh, get even closer to him. If you feel his arm around, him, press in for a hug. Amen. <laughs> you just take him for all he is. <laughs> That's the time to just press in. If you sense his presence, you just press in even deeper. Amen? Take it to the core of your being. He's the all in all. The fullness which fills all in all. All of you preaching good. Thanks. Thanks. Right here. (laughs) My little helper. Say hello to my little friend. (laughs) I love you. You follow me. Thank you. All right. Amen. Well, that was only verse 2. Praise Jesus. (laughs) Verse 3. For you died, and your life is hidden with the Anointed One in God. Say that with me. My life is hidden, My life is hidden with the Anointed One in God. in God. When people look at me, they see Him. I'm hidden. Amen. When Christ, the Anointed One, who is our life, He is our life, appears... Then you also, the real you, will appear with him in glory. In his presence, power, and his goodness. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. That's your body. Fornication, uncleanness, which means all these come from the flesh. Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry, thinking about those things more than you think about God, is a form of idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these. Anger, put it off. Don't let it stay, amen? You can get angry and sin not, the scriptures say. Just don't let it stay. Don't let anger lead you into malice malice into envy, envy into strife, strife into murder. Amen? Yeah. Put off anger at the door. Kick it out. Amen? Don't let it take you into a different emotion of discouragement. Yeah. Catch anger at the door. Because you're going to blow up if you get placed to anger. Then you're going to feel bad, get discouraged, condemnation will come in. Then woe is I, I'm lower than a worm. Amen? <laughs> Bury me in the dirt. No, no, no. Just catch the serpent at the door. Amen? Again, if you let Satan in the back seat, it ain't long until he's going to want to drive. Amen? Amen. So catch him at the door. Amen? Put off anger. Immediately. Get rid of it. Put off anger. Where was I? How did I not say angry here? It was right here. Sorry. Did I? It's verse 8. Thank you. My helper's here. Thank you for correcting me. But now you yourselves are to put off all these. Anger, wrath, verse 8. Malice, blasphemy, blasphemy filthy language out of your mouth do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man can i brag on you real fast we went to the beach club the other day and you have to be seven years old to be left unattended in the lagoon i said i repent (laughs) i repented just tell him you're seven and the lifeguard won't bug you. She said, that's a lie. I won't. And I said, good girl. Here's some ice cream. <laughs> Amen. So Sophie could swim by herself because she's eight. But she said, I'm six and a half. Amen forever. You're going to get rewarded for that. Amen. You're going to get rewarded for integrity. You always will. Did you see my little book I had right here? I'm going to recommend this, especially as Independence Day is approaching. This is Kenneth uh, Kenneth Copeland's book called Honor. Honor, Walking in Honesty, Truth, and Integrity. It's a great read around Fourth of July as we're coming into Independence Day. And just get this in you, and then share it with this generation. Honor, integrity, truth. You get rewarded for every quality decision you make in that regard. So your harvest is coming, amen? You're going to have favor with those lifeguards. They're going to say, I don't care how old you are. This girl tells the truth. Amen. We ain't seen no one like you before at the (laughs) lagoon. Praise God forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Do not lie one to another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him, according to the image of him who created him where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised, Italian, Persian, American, (laughs) circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Amen. Every human on earth has the same color of blood running through him. Therefore, as the elect of God, you've been elected, you were chosen, so, somewhere upon the line, you had to have a free will decision and say, Yes, send me. Just like Jesus in heaven. Yes, send me. I'll die for them. I'll go. Amen. So, you were elected, which means you had a vote. Say, I'm elected. I'm elected. Say, I got elected. I'm, elected. <laughs> I'm, chosen. I'm chosen. I can't get out of it. <laughs> See, you're stuck. Amen. <laughs> in Him. And He's in you forever. Therefore, as the elect of God, Holy and beloved. That's you. Holy and beloved. Put on, so put off these, but put on these. Put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, teachability, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. Put that on you. Because it's on him, and it's in you, and it's in him. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Say must. must. So this isn't a great suggestion. It's a great commandment. So also you must do. Must do. But above all these things, put on love. Put on love. Well, he's the head. He's love himself. And he's on us. Amen. <laughs> put on love. Which is, the, that's what the Lord kept telling me before the service. Colossians 3, love. 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 And I just meditated on that word love and got blessed and got immersed in him. He is love. You say love, you say him. I don't love pizza. I enjoy pizza. But love is powerful. It's who he is. I love him. I love you. He loves us. I don't love pizza. (laughs) I have pizza. I like pizza. I love God. God is love. Amen. Praise God. That's a powerful word, love. Perfect love casteth all fear, and love never fails. Pizza fails, but love never does. Has pizza ever failed you? Carbo love failed me. Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. Above all these, verse fourteen, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. So if we all want to be perfected, we have to be walking in love. Walking in love equals your perfection. That's in body, soul, and spirit. Walking in love will perfect you. Walking outside of love will destruct you. Love is the bond of perfection. Because it's who He is. Verse 15, And let the shalom, the peace of God, rule in your hearts. So we're in charge of this as well. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To which also you were called in one body. And be thankful. Peace equals thanksgiving. If you're in peace, you'll always be thankful. And be thankful. Full of thanksgiving. That means full of thanks. Let the word of Christ. You can only be thankful in all things through walking in love. When you stay in love, it's easy to be thankful. When you're outside of love, it's easy to complain. Right? Right? It's because you just got outside of love. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. The word of the anointed one and his anointing. Dwell in you richly. Richly. In all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. <laughs> Here we go. I love this verse. I first heard this thought by Brother Hagan. Teaching and admonishing one another in Psalms. Psalms. Well, we got that from David, right? We got 150 Psalms from him that teach us. There are songs that teach us something. That's how songs ought to be in the church. They teach us something. Teaching each other in psalms and hymns. I know I got that gift. (laughs) I got the hidden gift in me. It just needs to come out. (laughs) Teaching one another in hymns. Who's the interpreter of tongues? Does anyone know what I said just then? Well, it's supposed to teach you. There you go, praying time. Thank you. Thank you for getting me right back on track. And hymns and spiritual songs. Get that. Teaching and admonishing, uplifting one another, correcting one another. In psalms, here and spiritual songs. (laughs) Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. You ever sung from the heart? People know when you sing from yourself. Your heart. The real you. Where he is. Oh, to yourselves in songs. Edifying yourself singing in songs. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, <laughs> I wasn't going to get into this, but it's right here. Submit to your own husbands as is fitting in the Lord. <laughs> Clarissa definitely has that one highlighted, and I have the next verse highlighted, right? <laughs> this is in these two verses is the key to the successful marriage. Just in two verses. And this is written from a single man. That's revelation, amen. Wives, submit, that's submission, to your own husbands as is fitting in the Lord. So if they tell you to kill yourself, that ain't fitting in the Lord. Amen. That ain't fitting in the Lord. It's according to scripture, right? It's got to fit with the Word to obey. Wives, submit to your own husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter toward them. Look at that clip note. (laughs) Don't be bitter. I know when there's bitterness in my heart toward Clarissa. (laughs) It's like someone contaminated the big vat of Hershey's chocolate that was going and flowing real nice. (laughs) And then some bitterness got in there. That chocolate's too dark. It got bitter. Now it's bittersweet. I can't be bitter. i got to get rid of that bitterness. Amen? I don't hold a grudge. I don't hold a resentment. If you need to, wake up every morning and say, I forgive them. I forgive her. Just start your day in forgiveness. Amen? Before anyone ever does anything bad to you or bittersweet to you, just start your day out in forgiveness. I forgive anyone I come in contact today. In Jesus' name. Before I go in Trader Joe's, before I even walk in the store, every time I go in there, which is a lot, I say I forgive everyone in this place. I have been given the ministry of reconciliation, not offense. Forgive. We're walking talking forgivers. Not bitterness, amen. That's their junk. Amen? The world's bitter. We're sweet. Amen. For the world to get sweeter, we have to be sweeter. (laughs) Not bitter, amen. We're completely opposite from the world. So then he says the key to marriage wives submit, husbands love. If husbands are loving, it makes it a lot more easier for the wife to submit under love than it does bitterness. Amen? Right? Just like Christ in the church. I'm submitted under him because I know that I know that I know. He loves me. And everything he tells me to do is stem and birth and love himself. It's for my benefit. Amen. Obedience is for our benefit. He goes right through the family here in three verses. Husband or wife, submit to your own husbands as is fitting the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter toward them. Children, obey your parents. This is the one I've started quoting to our kids. Colossians 3.20. That's our memory verse for the next 16 years. (laughs) Children, obey your parents in all things. Say all 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 things. All things. For this is what? Well pleasing to the Lord. So whenever you listen to us. You're pleasing God, the creator of all things. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I tell Lily that too. You can't. You have to come when I say come. What if there's a bad person on the street and you just stay out and you don't come? It says obey and listen to your parents that it may be well with you and you'll live long on the earth. You ain't dying prematurely because you're a good listener. Amen. Amen. We're good listeners. That goes for us. Listening to him, we're his children. We'll never be as adults. Children. Obey your parents in all things. That goes for spiritual parents too. Who you're under and submitted under. Who you're following. I heed correction. Terry says something to me. You can just know it's done. Terry Mice. If Pastor Arthur Aragon says something to me. I'll correct it on the spot. Amen. In all things. For this is well pleasing to the Lord. Fathers do not provoke your children. This is a big verse too. Now we're getting into parenting. Started with marriage, goes into the family, and now parenting, all in four verses. And then he's going to go into our jobs. It's all covered right here. Fathers, do not provoke your children. Don't provoke them. Another translation says to anger. I believe that's the original King James. Lest they become discouraged. See how anger can lead to discouragement. Amen. Don't provoke your children to anger lest they become discouraged. Why do you get angry at me? Why do you get mad at me? I don't know. They become discouraged. There's got to be some stuff to fill in the gaps then. This is why I got angry. Let's back it up to Colossians 3.20. Obey your parents and the Lord, for this is well pleasing. You didn't obey. You didn't listen. You got to explain those things. Lest they become discouraged. I need to tell them why I'm disciplining them. Or why I'm correcting them. Lest they become discouraged. Why did he speak me? They become discouraged. The devil coming come in there and give them a thousand thoughts on why... He got corrected. Instead of, I need to use the word and give them the word. This is why. Because of the word of the living God. Lest they become discouraged. I don't want them to become discouraged all the days of their life. I want them to be encouraged, right? Just like God wants his children to be. Encouraged, not discouraged. Knowing that he loves us unconditionally. Lest they become discouraged, bond servants, or this could just be employees. Obey in all things your masters according to the flesh not with eye service as men pleasers is the boss coming hey (laughs) not with eye service that means not just working hard when they see you as men pleasers but in sincerity of heart fearing god well if you were christian when you before you got a job and the lord sent you into that place then it's a lot easier to to be on god's side of things because you know god sent you there you started serving him anywhere you're not a men pleaser Now I'm just working under the Lord. He pays my salary, not you anyway. I'm here for you. You're not here for me. God sent me into my job. God sent me into Lowe's. God sent me into Whole Foods. They weren't there for me. I was there for them. If you're a Christian, the blessing entered that place when you entered it. You're there for them. (laughs) Amen? When they walk into that store, they see a Christian, the public. Oh, this is what it means to work. Look at him. <laughs> I ain't seen no one work like this before. Well, that's supernatural strength. It's an anointing to work. There's an anointing on you to work. Amen? To do the work God sent you to do. Praise God forever. So you're serving the Lord, not as men-pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God, doing all things unto him. Well, that requires a spirit of excellence, doesn't it? Because he's the king of kings. Amen? See, if I'm working a man, I'll drop down to man's standards and start pleasing them. Well, their standards are down here, especially the unsaved. But if I'm working to him, that requires excellence of me, because I know him. He likes things done in a particular, certain way and fashion. Amen. That's the spirit of excellence. Amen. Praise God. That's it. You're excellent. He's the king of kings. You're the kings. That's why he's called the king of kings. Again, we're royalty. We'll get into that. <laughs> You're his royalty. Praise Jesus. Is someone getting something from this? Yes. Yes. We're wrapping up here. And whatever you do, do it heartily. That's from the heart. Heartily, from your true self, your born-again self, as to the Lord and not to men, knowing, so know this, you got to know this when you go to work, that from the Lord you will receive the reward of your inheritance. I'm working unto him, my employer is not my source, my boss is not my source, that's why Hollywood's so corrupt, you get all these young actresses fulfilling their dreams, sleeping with producers, well now they're serving men, they look to men as their source, oh I need to sleep with them to get in, no, no you don't, not if you're serving Christ, see how free that is, how much freedom there is in that, not slavery or bondage, That you're not living to please men. You're living to please him. That's just freedom. That releases you. Amen. Because his yoke is easy. And his burden is light. Amen. For you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done. And there is no partiality or respecter of persons. Can we wrap up? Masters, it's on the same subject. Now employers. Employers. Give your employees what is just and fair, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us, that God would open to us a door for the word, to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I also am in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Verse 5. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside the gates of the kingdom. Walk in wisdom to those who are unsaved, who aren't in covenant yet. Redeeming the time. Let your speech, a part of walking in wisdom and redeeming the time, is linked to your speech and how you talk. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt. you going to have to stay in love to let it be seasoned with grace and not bitterness. Seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. That's why I can't talk to five people at once. I, you ought to answer each one. One on one. Amen. Tychicus, a beloved brother, faithful minister, and fellow servant in the Lord, will tell you all the news about me. I'm sending him to you for this very purpose, that he may know your circumstances and comfort your hearts. With Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother who is one of you, they will make known to you all things which are happening here. Let's just wrap up. I have to finish. <laughs> Anyone have books that they haven't finished? Does it bug you? <laughs> Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you. With Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, about whom you, are, you received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice, really. These, It's like Jesus. Well, your name's not really Jesus. It's Jesus. Let's just be honest. <laughs> They'll love it if you call him Jesus, though. <laughs> and, and Jesus, who is called Justice. These are my only fellow workers for the kingdom of God who are of the circumcision, Jews. They have proved to me a a great comfort. Epaphras, who is one of you, a bondservant of Christ, greets you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers. There's got to be at least one praying person in a good ministry. Laboring fervently in prayer. That's our prayer warrior. We just hired her to to pray. When Kenneth Copeland started his ministry, that was the first person they hired was the prayer warrior who would just pray and intercede all day long and all night. And at first she said, this is rough. And then she got going and in the flow and said, this is all I want to do. This is my calling. It's where I'm supposed to be. But prayer changes things. We know that. Praise God. Laboring fervent for you in prayers. So prayer can be a labor. Laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God prayer works. And it upholds ministers. Paul always asked for prayer and received prayer. Amen. Amen. For I bear him witness that he has a great zeal for you. And those who are in Laodicea and those in uh, Hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, the beloved physician Luke was a physician. And Demas, greet you. Greet the brethren who are in Laodicea and Nymphos and the church that is in his house. Almost every great church started in a home. Now when this epistle is read among you, see that it is read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that you likewise read the epistle from Laodicea, and say to Acropos, Man, there's so many names, take heed to the ministry. Here's the verse, though. Take heed to the ministry which you have received in the Lord, that you may fulfill it. Not someone else. Not doing someone else's ministry. Just taking heed to your ministry. You've received from who, man? No, from the pastor? No, from the Lord. He's the head of the church. He positions his body. Amen. Your ministry is given from him, not the pastor. Take heed to the ministry which you have received or taken from the Lord himself that you may fulfill it. This salutation by my own hand, Paul. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Amen. What a letter. These are Paul's love letters to us. His partners, the church. Praise God forever. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the living Word of God that changes our circumstances, hearts, minds, and everything we put it to. Thank you for your truth. We live by it. We stand on it. We grab hold of it in time of need, and it produces fruit in a harvest, some 30, 60, and 100-fold, based on the measure we attend to it. Thank you, Lord, for giving us this Bible that we can attend to you on a daily basis you've made it so easy for us thank you for holy men of old inspired by the holy ghost to write these writings thank you for their letters to us the church we give you all the praises for it father we thank you for a great week ahead a week of healing of manifestation that what we've received here from you today continues to grow And grow and produce harvest through this next week, this month of summer, literally the month of harvest, season of harvest. We give you praises that what you created in the physical lines up with the spiritual. This is the season of our harvest. And what we've been believing for is coming to pass so that others may enjoy the fruit thereof. (laughs) it's good to be whole it's good to be healed and ministering health and healing to others from a completeness only found in you thank you Jesus your word works and it's working mightily in me today thank you Father we bless you we thank you Never leave us or forsake us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Did someone get something from this message? Thanks for standing with me up here. Like two hours, I thought, why? (laughs) Thank you online for tuning in. We'd like to take up our tithes and offerings if we could. Father, we just thank you for the ability to give and sow into your word and work. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you, Lord, that you've called us to run our race here. And that the word is going forth, changing lives one soul at a time. We sow this unto you, Lord Jesus. We minister gifts to you in Jesus' precious name, our faithful and merciful High Priest. Thank you for a sweet-smelling Savior and fragrance, for taking our offerings to the Father, which is well-pleasing in His sight. Thank you for being head of the church and High Priest of it. We give you all the praises for interceding, praying, And working on our behalf. Here. Take something of mine. And do what you want with it. Multiply it. As you always do. For the blessing is on you and in you. Through you. To glorify you. Thank you. In Jesus name. If you agree with that say amen. 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 Well happy week everyone. We love you guys. Have a great one. Summer month. Also, we wanted to make an announcement. Douglas here has opened up his house for a men's group, and we're going to start it off uh, every Tuesday at 6 p.m., right? Yeah, Six, every other. Every other. Well, that's right, for summer. Okay, this summer. So we're going to start this Tuesday, and we're going to go every other summer. i oh, sorry, every other Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that's a powerful meeting if we only meet once a year. <laughs> every other year. Every other year. Yeah. <laughs> maps are in the back. Maps are in the back to Douglas's house from here, if you're interested. It's a men's ministry. It's disclosed. It's a safe environment. And it's just for men. Sorry. (laughs) The ladies have one, too. Like from 6 to about 7, 7.30. 6 to 7.30. So if you know any men, too, who need to just open up the confidential environment, invite them there as well. Amen. It's going to be good. So thank you for doing that. Amen. All right. Love you. (laughs) you. See you you you. guys.